When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. I'm solid to the crack, never change me and my son the rain. It gets wet when we hang. I'm solid, could touch the blue part of the flame, the blue part of the flame. And nothing I just want to roll with those in the bottom. Welcome to Sportsfire, the sports comedy podcast that promises to get vaccinated a third time if it'll make Kyrie Irving go away. I'm your host, Adam Weiner, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, holding up Baker Mayfield's left arm, getting stiff-armed after trying to cut Derrick Henry in line for popsicles, and in Lifter, Deuce Gruden's non-racist strength and conditioning app. Big show today, comedian Courtney McGinnis on her lifelong love of the Washington football team, and she accidentally came up with a perfect metaphor. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. The Philadelphia 76ers kicked Ben Simmons out of practice and suspended him for one game on the eve of the regular season. According to sources, Coach Doc Rivers told Simmons to join a defensive drill, and Simmons refused. And when he's asking out of a drill and it's not offense, you're really in trouble. Simmons also showed up to camp this week after a lengthy holdout and played in sweatpants with his cell phone in his pocket. Although considering how outdated his game is, it might have been a beeper. Midway through the practice, Simmons tore away the sweatpants to somehow reveal baggier sweatpants. When pressed for comment, Joel Embiid said, At the end of the day, our job is not to babysit somebody. Then he added, For any longer than five years. Six years, maximum. Seven years, we can have the discussion. Eight years, you're pushing it, but sure. Simmons reportedly left practice Tuesday in a huff and was spotted in a Philly strip club, yet another place he was angrily removed from for dropping dimes. LSU head coach Ed Orgeron will not return in 2022, a decision reached less than two years after he led the team to a national championship. Said a dejected Orgeron, go Tigers. Some of the university's frustration with Orgeron reportedly stemmed from his increased flirtation with women, which we guarantee you is not going to slow down post-firing. There will always be an audience for whatever this is. His throat is an oil drum. He's going to be fine. The Dallas Cowboys defeated the New England Patriots in overtime in Foxborough Sunday afternoon, even after Mac Jones rebounded from a late pick six to throw a 75-yard touchdown. Ugh, we always lose games like that, Patriots fans said in unison unironically. Cowboys DB Trevon Diggs hauled in the pick six, but was then beaten by Kendrick Bourne on the long touchdown that followed immediately. Diggs said the interception was proof he's the best in the game, but the blown coverage was proof he's the worst in the game, so he's probably somewhere in the middle, all things considered. When asked how he'd handle the Browns' offensive tackle this week, Broncos star Von Miller confidently stated, quote, I'm going to kill him. And that quote was printed with zero fanfare on the league's official website. Just goes to show you how much weird shit there is on the internet that the headline, Von Miller says, quote, I will kill a man this weekend, is just below Bill's tight end Dawson Knox has broken bone in hand. Those same Buffalo Bills lost Monday night when Josh Allen couldn't convert a fourth down near the goal line with seconds remaining. It's the first time anyone wearing a Bills logo has been unable to smash through something. 
Major League Baseball teams reached a landmark deal to give their minor league players housing this weekend. Next up on the agenda, minor league players will ask MLB clubs if they can eat food instead of air and dreams. Baby steps. The Houston Astros didn't have a single starter make it through the second inning in three straight ALCS games, and we couldn't even enjoy it because it came against the Boston Red Sox. Every day the devil reminds us he exists and he's putting in the work. Yes, honey. San Jose Sharks star Evander Kane has been suspended 21 games for presenting the NHL with a fake vaccine card. NHL officials discovered the card was fake when Kane was unable to recite his own birthday. Come on, man. You could just put your real birthday. You didn't even have to fake that part. The card also claimed Kane had received Moderna Ice. The Brooklyn Nets opened the 2021-22 season watching the Milwaukee Bucks getting their rings. Kyrie Irving opened the season watching a guy named Milwaukee Bucks YouTube channel about microchipped school lunches. The Nets were run over in the opener 127-104, and after the game, head coach Steve Nash hopped on the phone, called Kyrie Irving, and asked if he might want to get traded to the Bucks. Take him down from the inside. Watching the Nets realize Kyrie is trouble is like watching the Bachelorette contestants find out one of the other contestants is an actor. It's like, yeah, that's what the show is. Washington State football coach Nick Rolovich was fired this week for refusing to get vaccinated himself. Rolovich has instead decided to fulfill his lifelong dream of having a three-way with Ed Orgeron. That's it. Coming up, my friend and diehard Washington football team fan, go team, Courtney McGinnis. Welcome back. I'm here with comedian Courtney McGinnis, who I know as not only a hilarious stand-up, but also a diehard avowed fan of the football team that plays in Washington, D.C. Courtney, thanks for being here. And are you used to not saying the name of the team yet? You mean the R word? Yes, I, I. it took me a year, but I've gotten there. And it's been really nice to shame other people for saying it. I got to say that it's been lovely. Like, oh, I didn't know you were racist. Interesting. Oh, oh. So you switched <laughs> yes. into, yeah, you switched into shaming right away. Like immediately. Absolutely. Immediately. As soon as I got the hang of it, I was like, I'm coming for every person out there. Nobody's safe. My grandma, she's in her 80s. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah, that's a clear fuck her situation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But I've known, also, I mean, you are, yeah, you're a true diehard. I've known this for as long as I've known you. So I have to just start off by sort of asking, how did your fandom start? Were you born with this? Is this a whole family of Washingtonian football fans? Yeah, you should put an asterisk and say, unfortunately, I'm a Washington <laughs> football team fan. Unfortunately, I was born and raised with this. This is the disease that runs deep through my entire gigantic family that all still lives in the DMV. Uh, yeah, I, I was born <clears throat> in the 80s. Thank you for noticing. Uh, and uh, so we were good then. So it was extra. So basically, I was born uh, two weeks after we won the Super Bowl in 88 and that was and I was a month early so my whole family was like she's coming out to celebrate it was like crazy and and one of my first memories in life is us winning the 1992 Super Bowl in my living room my entire family packed in there I remember remember when a computer paper used to be all connected Mm-hmm. Remember that the horrible so we, sides? Yes with the with the with the dotted sides uh we had a let's go 
Redskins because mm-hmm. uh, that was the name at the time and uh, and so we had that printed out over the fireplace my whole family's losing their mind it was like one of the you know it's like burned in my head and then uh, since then it's just been really bad <laughs> but but yeah since the day I was born whole family on board I have one cousin who said he's an Eagles fan and we're like okay you're an Eagles fan go ahead have your have your thing you know <laughs> It's so funny to think of how, like, I can't think of a, it takes a true story to really distill, like, the connections your brain makes. And I can't think of a better connection than the Washington football team and the kind of printer paper that has weird yeah. side ridges. Yes, on it. yes. like, for me, that's the same thing. It's like, those are the same item. <laughs> Exactly. That's how you kind of tell uh, how, like right now we all have computers in our pockets and the last time they were good, I had one long sheet of printer paper, probably took 45 minutes to print out. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't have like you, the cyan is gone by like, Absolutely. Six. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember the TV had the, remember what, like the speakers were connected to the TV at the bottom and our dog used to lay in front of it, of the speakers because it was hot. So we just had a dog shaped outline on the speakers of the TV. That's the, that's the early nineties, baby. Yeah. That's the, that's the championship squad. The, the dog outline, <laughs> <Right there. laughs> the weird paper. My whole drunk Irish family is just screaming. I was like, I was like, football is awesome. And then now it's, and then I've just been stuck with that in my head for the, for the last 30 something years. Football was uh, football can be awesome again. I mean, who who was sort of your first favorite player? Like when oh. when you remember those years, who do you remember? Oh, without a doubt, at the time he was the fastest man in the NFL, baby Daryl Green, a beautiful person inside and out. Got inducted to the Hall of Fame a few years ago. He is by far my favorite player of all time, and I he was my first favorite player back then. I I got a Sports Illustrated for kids. Did you ever subscribe to that? Oh, yeah. Oh, believe oh yeah, baby. I loved it. I didn't care about any other sport but football. So I used to tear carefully tear out all the football posters. And I remember one time they had a centerfold of Daryl Green. And it was like, it was like I was a kid who found his first Playboy. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Daryl Green, he's the man. He's the man. He's the best. He's just like does so much for the community. He's like such a great person. I, uh, I, I went to high school around the same, like he still lives in, in the DMV mm-hmm. and I went to high school around the same time as his son. And I remember we played his, his son played basketball and my high school played his team and Daryl green came in to the, to the, to the, I almost said the locker room to the, to the, why I almost said courthouse. What are He's those throwing things? you off. Yeah. Daryl, Daryl's making like, you nervous. See, exactly. He came in and no one told me because they knew I would freak out and embarrass everybody. So ever, as soon as he left, they were like, Daryl Green was here. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's how I, I go hard when I love someone. It's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. That's a, I mean, it's almost <laughs> not nice that they would not give you the little heads up hat tip. It's true. But also I would have been escorted out there would have been a restraining order situation and i know that i've been to enough therapy i'm (laughs) self-aware in that i mean if that had happened you would have seen daryl green at the courthouse it would have been (laughs) not a misspeak yeah maybe that's what's happening on another uh in another universe (laughs) yeah well subconscious um i mean 
I do you do you have a Daryl Green jersey? Who are your jerseys? Because I know I've seen you rocking them in the past. Are you like a do you have a closet full or are you like streamlined? Well, <clears throat> as you know, we changed the name and I'm mm-hmm. extremely thankful we changed the name. It had to be done. It was just done about 20 to 30 to 100 years late, but we changed the name. And so I had to streamline because I'm not trying to wear the old merch. Mm-hmm. So this is what I got. I got the Daryl Green, which my husband got for me. And that's when I knew I had to marry him. He got cool. me a Daryl Green jersey for my birthday one year. Uh, so I got Daryl Green. I got Chris Cooley. I couldn't get rid of Chris Cooley. I love him with all my heart and soul. Who doesn't love a good stoner out on the field? You mm-hmm. know, now he just does like Washington football radio and like makes pottery. And that's that's the kind of person I, I love. <laughs> you know, um, I got him. And then I have. Um, no. OK, I have a Sean Taylor regular jersey and a Sean Taylor Pro Bowl jersey. I did get rid of my LeVar Arrington jersey and that was hard. I had said, you know what? He went to the Eagles after, no, he went to the Giants after us. I got to get rid of this jersey. And then I, and then I have a few, like, I have like a Riggins t-shirt and stuff that still say the R word, but I just keep those kind of folded up nicely uh, in my drawer. Yeah. Those are, those are drawer fillers. Um. Absolutely. And now uh, speaking of merch, I refuse to support Dan Snyder, so I'm not buying any licensed stuff. So now I've been getting all my Washington football team stuff on Etsy. You love to support a small business. Oh, unfortunately, Dan Snyder is running an Etsy shop. <laughs> no! Yeah, I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. I mean, so let's dive into that very mm, briefly. I will very not. Briefly. We'll have fun by the end of this. I will not dilly-dally here, but it has been a week. In a number of weeks for for Dan Snyder. Um, Do you think that there's going to be, it feels like everything's leaking, but the Dan Snyder emails. Do you think his reign of terror is ever going to end? Or are we just stuck in this thing where like other people who emailed him bounce back and get investigated? (laughs) I've had several conversations this week, this past weekend. Obviously, the whole entire fan base was extremely furious about the Sean Taylor retiring, whatever. I don't even, I can't even, it's disgusting. Did, Did you see Patrick Mahomes' brother dance on the logo? Oh my God. No, I did not see All that. Right. That's... We'll, we'll move on, but that did happen. You're going to have to forward me that yeah. <laughs> as I just cry in the bathtub. The bad uh, video. <laughs> I, so I had, I, I've been talking about this a lot in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit. I like pray that this is the end of him. It, it, there has to be some point where the amount of money you have doesn't outweigh the evil that you do do you know what I mean like I feel like he's gotten away with everything because he's that rich notoriously everyone like the amount of stuff he does in the city in his home like everything he does to just screw people over constantly and he just gets away with it because he's that rich but things have gotten so bad he's pulled out everything every controversy he's like oh by the way we're changing the name and the next guy oh by the way your beloved player who like we're retiring his number like he's pulled out all the PR stunts and at the end of the day I have to just hope and pray that that he will be shown fully for the evil that he is and if he gets rid of the team 
I am going to streak nude through the streets of Washington, D.C. And people are not going to be happy about it, but I will be. Okay. And you don't live there now. So that involves not. a plane ticket. Yeah, I do not. Just me on Amtrak, fully nude. Yeah, <laughs> waiting like, in the dining car. <laughs> No, you don't understand. Like, I'm no, I'm taking it to DC because <laughs> no, it's a whole thing. Dan Snyder's gone. It's <laughs> like, ma'am, there are children here. <laughs> that is a perfect transition to attending a live game. I mean, not really. It's not a perfect transition. It it is. A <laughs> I transition. also I also go nude to those too. If that's that's what the you're thing. Asking. Like, yeah, you if you don't, somebody does. I guess is like yeah, oh, the point yes. of the transition. <laughs> Um, but I assume that you're like, at least at some point, you're a more regular attendee of yes. these games. Uh, what is sort of, what's your most positive memory ever of attending one of these Washington games? Oh, I've got a lot. I uh, remember when, oh God, this is, I can't remember the year, but it was in the mid 2000s, early 2010s we were playing the Cowboys to get into the playoffs who was going to win the division. Mm -hmm. And I was in the end zone that Tony Romo was going to hold the, the field goal to win. And he fumbled it, picked it up, tried to run it in for a touchdown and tripped. And when I tell you the stadium exploded the stadium exploded not only was it like to get into the playoffs but it was the cowboys our nemesis like it was just one of the greatest moments i'm like i'm sure i was just hugging strangers crying like especially like in a packed stadium it was a night game it was just un unreal like nothing else um i also the first the first game i ever went to uh it was in the late 90s we, it was right when, uh, it was called Jack Kent Cook Stadium, FedEx mm -hmm. Field used to be, and it was right when that opened, and my dad took me to my first game, and it was a Monday night game against the Cowboys, and we won, and this man was singing Hail, Hail to the Redskins, mm -hmm. I, I hesitate saying it, but that's, that's the memory. The name of he the was, song. It was the name of the song, and uh, this old man with a beautiful voice we were walking all the way down the ramps as he was just like solo singing hail to the Redskins," and i was like this is the greatest moment of my life those are my those are my two favorite two favorite moments he pulls out a tape recorder starts playing harmony like absolutely exactly. crushing it exactly God, that's so exactly. that is so like 90s football stadium oh, trailing yeah. a guy singing from the top oh, floor to the that, exit. and you know he was dressed like still in his like 70 he had like a plaid blazer on with like mm -hmm. an old redskin sweater like it was very of that time those yeah. people are no longer here anymore <laughs> no those people who attended football games as if it were like like leaving church to go to the football game and wearing the same clothes uh, excuse me, hence how I like grew up. My family was Irish Catholic. So it was very much like you got to go to church early, the early service in order to get to RFK stadium at the time. That, yeah. That's how I was raised. Yeah, I love it. Not my life, but I love it. Um, <laughs> what about, unfortunately on the flip side of things, what is sort of the, I mean, I guess that is weird tracking a man with a beautiful voice out of the stadium, but <laughs> what is sort of the less positive, weirdest thing you've ever seen at a live Washington game? Oh my game? God. I mean, 
we know across the league we get hammered that's what we do buddy that's what we do i've got endless stories some of my favorites some of my favorites i watched uh again this was against the cowboys things get rowdy the cowboys games yeah this man i would say i'm not exaggerating like i was freezing to my seat i bet it was like 20 degrees maybe like freezing freezing cold and this guy is shirtless gloves snow pants completely shirtless cowboys fan screaming and someone throws an entire fountain soda diet coke at this guy (laughs) i cannot and people were like at first like are you okay and then as soon as the first person laughed it was all over it was all over he was so obnoxious that was the best also i i took my best friend uh to a game my best friend will and we got so drunk in the parking lot that he lost his ticket and I was hammered. I was like, just go to guest services. And he goes to guest services. And he's so hammered. He's like, I lost my ticket. And they, he was so drunk and not making sense. They're just like, just go in. And so he went in. And then four months later, he, he was like doing laundry and found the ticket in his pocket. It was beautiful, beautiful moment beautiful moment i love that the staff too that's the exact opposite like the literal <laughs> yeah. opposite of what they're trained to do like they yeah. encounter a guy who's so dangerously <laughs> drunk that he can't speak and they're like oh my god you they're gotta like go to- inside quick <laughs> it's also a testament to how charming my best friend is <laughs> it's just like he's like come on <laughs> she's like all right whatever just go in <laughs> yeah it's like it's the fourth quarter like exactly like- no one cares <laughs> That is so amazing. That was a um, great one. Yeah, I wish I, I I wish I had experiences to share. I've never been to RFK. Been? Oh yeah, yeah. No RFK actually. So I never been to a football game at RFK, but the whole top uh, level used to bounce up and down, and I've been to concerts there. So I can definitely. I went to an NSYNC concert at RFK, and the whole top level, like all these like teeny bopper girls going nuts. I'm like, I can only imagine when that was just grown people hammered drunk like when we were good oh my god everyone probably thought that stadium was gonna collapse that's so i mean i've been to i've never been to fedex ever i've been to rfk but only for like original washington nationals games in like oh, right, 2005 right, right. yeah and those were i mean same temperature like 32 yeah. degrees horrible yeah. wind you could tell the stadium was bad. And so like <laughs> it, it didn't teach me a lot about what the glory days must have been like because it was like four thousand people so cold but like no so camaraderie just like cold right alone. right right with a brand new team also that's the thing about the nationals i moved from dc in 2006 so like mm-hmm. i i like i like the nationals i support them of course my whole family loves them but like i don't i don't know that team yeah my only real i mean not relevant but i just we're having fun my only real like <laughs> DC sports experience was going to a Nationals game around that exact same time. And it was Nationals Mets and Pedro Martinez, you know, the pitcher, he was, uh, he was on the Mets at that point. He was signing autographs and I was like 15, maybe 14 in like a little pile of people trying to get his autograph. And there was a small boy in the front row, like six. Then me, I was like 14. I looked younger, but clearly larger than the child and then like a huge guy behind both of us crushing me like a 39 year old obese man it was probably my uncle yeah if this ever gets to him let him know and like he cranked me into the boy who like hit the rail 
And Pedro no. Martinez looked at me and went, no, I will, no, I will not. And like left. And oh so this, my yeah, God. This giant DC guy like got me blamed by one of baseball's greatest players for like crushing a kid. And there was just nothing I could say. I was like, I did crush him, but I, I did was. crush the child. Yeah, I did. I did. Crush. And looking back at that story now, I'm like, I did crush the child. It was mine. Honestly, that is so amazing. That's someone in DC for sure. So that's that a, that's brutal. a DC native. That's like, man, fuck this guy in front of me. I'm trying to get an brutal. autograph. He really wanted it for some reason. Um, have you ever seen a tailgate fight? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, my ex-boyfriend got in a fight. Uh, he, he wasn't a Washington fan, which ugh, I should have learned my lesson, you know, yeah. only day Washington fans. Now I'm married to a Patriots fan. It's a nightmare. Okay. Wow. But, <laughs> but my, my ex-boyfriend was wearing a blue shirt. One time we went to like a Titans game, like Titans, Washington in like 2004. It's like, who cares, you know, and, but someone, someone was like, man, fuck the Titan and just like started fighting him. And I was like, ah, but he was a white rapper. So he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, Yeah. He knew he could bait the white rapper. He's like, yeah, I'm exactly. going to fight this white rapper. <laughs> this guy clearly raps. I'm going to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mention rapping. I think that's going to probably get him going. Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a bunch, mostly in the stadium, because by because before the game, no one's that hammered. Yeah. In the stadium, it gets turned up to another level. <laughs> I'm learning. This is like, this is sort of a crash course for me in terms of like, when I go, because I will go, like, now I got to know. Oh, I'm taking you. I'm taking you. And we're going to sit in the upper level because that's, that's where yeah. the real mess happens. That's what I was hoping. I was like, I was baiting you into just like saying oh, yeah, you would take me. I'll, I'll call my aunt, see what see what season tickets she has left. We're that doing it. As oh, long as we get hammered on the bar cart down and we're both pantsless. That's, that's the rule. We can do that. I can do that. In, I can make in, that ca- in campaign for, for Dan Snyder to leave. Yeah, I can make that. Sell the happen. team, baby. Sell the team. That's easy. I will. I will let you go on this. I will not. Uh, I will not pry. This is okay. just. Uh, this is a basically a yes or no question. You know what you know now, right? You have grown yes. up a fan of this team. Some good moments, some tough ones, a lot of struggles. The the wow. printer paper, all that good stuff. <laughs> like that's there a are good memory. That's a good memory. There are positive memories. If you could sign up for your entire life of fandom over again, knowing, you know, where you're at now, reliving the whole thing, would you do it? God, that is such a horrible question to ask me this week in particular. Oh, God. Because honest, my gut is like, yeah, of course. I've had the most fun of my life at those games. Like my entire family, my family and I used to go to like preseason games, gorgeous outside, like nobody in the stadium because we're been so bad for so long, you know? And it's like, also when you're a fan of a bad team, you're like, there is a camaraderie to it. Where it's like, when you meet a Browns fan or a Jets fan or someone, or even the Bills, like everyone's happy for the Bills right now. Cause it's like, you guys deserve it, you know? And, and that's how I feel. But also there's an asterisk for everything saying like, I wish I didn't have to stomach all the horrible things that are have happened with my organization but as far as like the players the fans the city dc is the best city in the country fight me i like i love dc it's the best the best culture of any city i don't care like i love dc i've had the best times of my life so yes i would sign up asterisk dan snyder sell the team 
for the love of God, we deserve better. Yes. I I'll give you this too. Actually though, I've, I want it like, so there's, they're nameless. Yeah. Would you, would you rather keep Washington football team or would you rather plop a third name in there? And if so, do you have alternatives that you want? I want them to keep the football team forever. I want it to be football team forever. I've been doing a bit on stage and I'm just, (laughs) I'll do it now, but I just basically say like, um, I want that they have to be called the football team because that's the only way anyone knows what the hell is going on on the field. Like you have to be very clear that this is actually football that's happening. Uh, so we're so bad. We deserve a timeout. I love the football team. I think it's hilarious. I have the shirt that's like Giants, Eagles, Cowboys football team. That's I don't want to lose that. That's it's I love it. I keep keep it football team. That's I my love vote. it. I love it too. I never thought I would love it, but I do. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. The comedy factors went up significantly. Um, Courtney McGinnis, thanks for joining. And I can't wait till we go to a game. It's easy. Let's go to a game. I love it. Um, thank you so much for having me, Adam. It's so good to see you. I appreciate you. Always down to talk Washington football team. Oh, so good to see you come back. Courtney McGinnis, everybody. We're going streaking. You heard it. And now a very special final flame presented by Tucker Carlson. I I know what many of you are thinking. Washington State head football coach Nick Rolovich is a trailblazer in that he was presented with a trail which led directly to millions of dollars and then he blazed it using fire. But in my book, he's a trailblazer in the truest sense of the word. Not in some ironic terms of wordplay where you dissect the word trailblazer and giggle at the parts. I don't write jokes like that, I simply save verbiage. This week, Rolovich went where others were too scared to go. He looked the draconian vaccine mandate in the eyeballs and simply said no. He said, you are draconian. Your name is Draco. I will not go. And so he lost his job. But I ask you, is working for something called Washington State worth abandoning what you believe in? I don't think so. Some of you may also be asking, what exactly does he believe in? Wouldn't you like to know? If you hadn't gotten him fired, canceled, tarred, and feathered, maybe you'd have the answer you were looking for. But no, you, the woke media, burned Nick Rolovich at the stake, and there is no more Nick Rolovich left to answer your questions. He has entirely dissolved into Nick Rolovich embers, and that is what you get. Me, sitting at a desk, spitting at the camera, and somehow making the outside of your television wet all the way from here. No, I'm not sure how that works either. Maybe we could all learn a little something from Nick Rolovich. Maybe someday soon we can all huddle up with Coach Rolovich and figure out how to master our crafts to the point where we can all go 5-6 and six in the Pac-12. For now, I ask you, make Rolovich a martyr. Tell his story, because he can't tell it himself. Change your Twitter profile pictures to Nick Rolovich, an incredibly normal gesture that everyone on the outside will certainly understand. Because Nick Rolovich's job asked him to simply stay healthy. And Nick Rolovich said, no. And nobody else in the sporting world has had the strength and the courage to do that, which is right. Okay, I'm being told NBA player Kyrie Irving has basically done the same thing. But now somebody is showing me a photograph of NBA player Kyrie Irving and nope, gonna go with Rolovich. My thanks to Courtney McGinnis. See you next Thursday.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.